The Bearcats open up their home schedule with a matchup against Kennesaw State tomorrow afternoon. The challenges of facing an FCS team in uncharted territory for the Bearcats highlights today's game preview. Our Locked On Bearcats, your daily podcast on the Cincinnati Bearcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen of every day. It's free and available everywhere you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe to our Lockdown Bearcats YouTube channel and follow us to get an alert every time we drop a new episode. So, the Bearcats are facing Kennesaw State. By the way, today's episode, excuse me, today's episode is brought to you by Bet Bet BetOnline, as you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Cincinnati taking on Kennesaw State tomorrow afternoon, 3.30 on ESPN+. Plus. If you're watching, if you're listening to, listening to the game locally, 700 WLW and 1027 WEBN will simulcast the game until they break away for Reds coverage beginning at 6.40 with the Reds inside pitch. Dan Hoare, Jim Kelly Jr., Mo Egger on the call beginning at 3, just after 3 o'clock. So, Cincinnati facing Kennesaw State tomorrow afternoon. They're 0-1, and they're, whenever you get a matchup like this, and, you know, I personally don't like the matchups against FCS schools. I think they're boring. I think they're, you know, they're hard to prepare for. They're not fun to prepare for, to be honest with you, and I'm not trying to knock on Kennesaw State or anything. Both my parents have degrees from there. Or does my, does my dad have a degree from there? I know my mom does. I Anyway, so... I'm not trying to knock on them, but what I am saying is like there are other games that I can easily get up for. Like last week was easy. This week's kind of been a little tougher, but I'm going through Kennesaw State. I'm going through their game notes, and this is a really good FCS program, and we'll get to that in segment two, but like what makes challenge, what makes games against FCS opponents so unique is you can't overlook them, and we've seen teams FCS teams beat FBS teams. North Dakota State over Iowa. UL Monroe over Arkansas. Um, Appalachian State over Michigan. You know, we've seen all of those happen. Because there's pressure to blow them out if you are a... um, If you are the Bearcats, if you're Ohio State, if you're a Blue Blood, if you're a Power 5 team. That comes internally, perhaps... I think it also comes from the outside because the moment we look on a scoreboard and see so-and-so is losing to uh, so-and-so, FBS so-and-so is losing to FCS so-and-so, or, you know, this game is coming down to the wire. All of a sudden, that outside pressure, um, that outside pressure starts to get to you. And maybe the internal pressure does because you should win that game. Eastern Washington over Washington last year. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That was Montana, I think. Um, now, the uncharted territory aspect to this is you're facing, the Bearcats are facing Kennesaw State, and they're 0-1 coming off of a game that was spent almost 250 days leading up to it. You can't play down your level of competition. But, you know, the entire offseason – 
was about leading up to that first game at Arkansas. And now that it's over with, you got to regroup and refocus. But can you get up for Kennesaw State? That's not necessarily a team that's going to attract um, the casual Bearcats fan. It does attract me because I'm invested in the team and covering the team and invest you listening to this podcast because you have to win the game in order to go to a New Year Six Bowl. New Year Six Bowl hopes are seriously on the line in this game. If you lose this game, you can blow every other team out and go 11-2. and two. I'm sorry, with a loss to Kennesaw State on your resume, you're not going to a New Year's Six Bowl. Lose this game and the rest of the season doesn't matter. I'll flat out say it. Now, I'm, I'm saying things and I'm talking about things that maybe don't need to be talked about. You probably are wondering why the heck I'm even talking about it. But Cincinnati could be 0-1 for the first time under Luke Fickle. Or they are, rather. Excuse me. They are 0-1 for the first time under Luke Fickle. Why did I say could? Um, they're 0-1 for the first time since 2010. They um, starting the season with a loss. And every game now becoming a must-win to get back to a New Year's Six Bowl. Like, this is uncharted territory for this program. They are not used to being having a loss after the first game. They were 6-0 in 2018. They went undefeated the last two years. They won their first game in 2019. Like, the Bearcats lost a regular season game for the first time in three years last week. Almost three years. That is surprising. So, when I think about this game, it's very important to me. And it should be to the players. Because if you overlook Kennesaw State for Miami, which that doesn't even sound realistic. Like, you're not going to overlook Kennesaw State for Miami. And this team, I think, is focused enough. They're in season now. They're into a rhythm. They should handle their business, and I expect them to. But let's be honest. It can be hard to get up for Kennesaw State, but but you're going to have to do it. Luke Fickle, though, is going to have this team ready. Because there are still a lot of important goals left in the season. A lot of them. A lot of important goals. Conference championship, New Year's Six Bowl. Forget about the playoff. That's not happening. Getting back into the top 25. This is very uncharted territory. You're going into a game against an FCS opponent for the first time since 2018, and you're not in the top 25. That, to me, is uncharted territory. I know I've used that phrase a lot, but this is not what we're used to. The Bearcats are used to having a number by their, a number by their ranking. They've had a number by their name for, for almost three years. This is the first time since early October that they don't. And, you know, I don't think that's going to affect the players. I think it's going to motivate the players. And I think they can get back into the top 25 very easily. They only fell, for the record, less than 10 spots. They still received 113 votes to get into the top 25. That's respect from the national level, and that's respect for the performance and the effort they showed at Arkansas. But now it's okay. First game's out of the way. We got to make sure we take care of business in every other game that remains. 
Coming up, my keys to the game, and one of them is similar to last week against Arkansas. We'll get into it after a word from Bet Online, your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. That's betonline.net. You can find all of the latest football league developments, game matchups, news and podcasts, including this year's opening week's games. Bet Online is also your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. All right, so keys to the game, the Bearcats and Kennesaw State tomorrow afternoon from Nippert Stadium. First key, get off to a fast start. You cannot let Kennesaw State hang around in this game. Remember Murray State last year? The Bearcats didn't score until 941 in the second quarter, and that was on fourth and goal, down seven to nothing. By the way, did I mention they finished that game with nine fewer minutes time of possession? Like, that game was stressful. That game against Murray State. In fact, if you look at the box score of that game, or if you care to do so, it was 7-7 to at the half. It was 21-7 after the third quarter. It was then 42-7 after the end of the game. That was not a very good game by the Cincinnati Bearcats. Like, it was 14-7 with less than five minutes to play in the third quarter. I mean, Murray State, don't let the score fool you. They gave the Bearcats all they could handle. In a tied game at the half against an FCS opponent, and this team is not nearly as talented as last year's team, let's not forget. So, I don't know. You have to get off to a fast start. If it's 7-0 by the end of the first quarter, eh, a little dicey. If it's 14-0 at the end of the first quarter, fine. 21-0, great. But if it's 14-7 at the half, yikes. If it's 21-10 at the end of the third quarter, and you're in a dogfight against an FCS opponent, given they're very good. But you cannot be in a dogfight with Kennesaw State. Seriously. Uh, number two, contain Xavier Shepard. Who's Xavier Shepard? That's Kennesaw State's quarterback, making his 13th start on Saturday, tomorrow afternoon. He's 11-1 in his first 12. He was last year's Big South Offensive Player of the Year. He led all of the FCS with 23 rushing touchdowns. He also threw for 15 touchdowns. Kennesaw State is a run-first team. They have 73 straight games with 150 rushing yards or more. 73 straight games. And Xavier Shepard is going to be like K.J. Jefferson. And this, to me, is going to be more of a running quarterback. Like, this is going to be kind of like a triple option. It's going to be kind of, um, who am I thinking of? Quarterbacks who run first. Kind of like facing Lamar Jackson. Xavier Shepard is going to look to run the football when he can. Now, what could impact this game is Cincinnati's defensive line against Kennesaw State's offensive line. Because let's be honest, the Bearcats will win that battle. At least I think they will. They are the bigger team and more physical team. So that leads me to think Kennesaw State might not have success running the football. But 73 straight games, 150 yards rushing or more. That is amazing. And then number three, don't play down to your level of competition. 
Kennesaw State had the most wins in the first five years of any program in college football history with 48. This is a program that started back in 2015 under head coach Blake Bohannon. Like, this is a program that is still new to college football at the FCS level. This is only their eighth season of existence, but they won 48 games in their first five seasons. First five seasons. 61 straight weeks inside the FCS top 25, 60 straight games scoring double digits. This is a really good FCS team. They've been to the playoffs multiple times. They've won in the playoffs. They haven't won the FCS National Championship yet. But still, at the end of the day, this is a program that has had success. I know they're FCS, and you don't pay probably a lick of attention to it. But they're good. They're really good. And they could present a challenge to Cincinnati on Saturday. But if the Bearcats' culture is in place which it should be, and Cincinnati should be able to come away with a victory in this game. Coming up, where this matchup could be decided, it's not in the trenches. We'll get into it after a word from two of our sponsors. So normally, I I would say a matchup would be decided in the trenches, offensive and defensive lines. I don't think that's going to be the case here. I think this matchup is going to be decided where I think last week's matchup had a big had a big factor, and that is, can the Bearcats stop the run? Can the defensive front, you know, stop Arkansas, stop Kennesaw State rather at the point of attack? Can the linebackers, they're going to have to use their eyes once again. You have to know where the ball is going at all times. Is Shepard going to run with it? Is he going to fake a handoff? Is he going to pitch it? Is he going to fake a run, then pitch it? Is he going to throw? You have to know. You have to have your eyes on the quarterback at all times. You have to know where the ball is going. Because last week there were times where you didn't. I thought the Bearcats' defense against KJ Jefferson last week was solid, could have been better. This week it's going to be that same challenge. Now, KJ Jefferson is obviously, you know, at a higher level of college football than Xavier Shepard. But at the end of the day, it's still going to be a challenge against their run game. I don't worry about the battle in the trenches. It's FCS versus FBS. Come on. You think I'm worried about that? No. I do worry, though, Kennesaw State is going to get something going at some point in the game. This is a game where if you're Cincinnati, if you get the ball first, go down the field and score and say you don't have a chance in this game. The longer you let a team hang around, and Kennesaw State's not bad. They're just at a level below Cincinnati and the rest of the FBS. But you let them hang around and you think and you give them that thought they can win the game, that's not good and that's not going to lead you to a victory. I will say the Bearcats win this game. I think they win this game handily. I'll say 52 to 17. And another thing that we could see in this game is Evan Prater. Because if the score is so lopsided come early, come uh in the second half, Evan Prater will get a shot, which then in turn could create another storyline in this quarterback battle that right now appears to be settled. But it could there could be some competition. If Evan Prater goes into the game and plays well, you never know. Maybe there'll be some questions that start to be asked on Tuesday afternoons, Tuesday evenings, throughout the week, leading up to the game. That's what we could see in this game. But score prediction, I'll say Kennesaw's, rather Cincinnati, 52-17. to 17. All right, that's going to do it for today and this week. 
here on Lockdown Bearcats. Don't forget to make your second listen, Lockdown Big 12. Get more on the Big 12 by making Lockdown Big 12 your second listen. Get everyday host Josh Neighbors and the local experts of Lockdown taking you across the conference in 30 minutes. Lockdown Big 12, your second listen. That's Lockdown Big 12. Don't forget tomorrow at 10 o'clock at night, the recap of this game will be posted. Of course, on Tuesday, we've got our Turning Point Tuesday episode, film review and takeaways on Wednesday. And then I'm working to get a very special guest on the show next Thursday because the Bearcats are playing Miami. It's a rivalry game. And I am working on getting a guest who is a Miami alum, but is now going to be an in-game host for the Bearcats in Nippert Stadium. And you may know who I'm referring to. Hopefully we can have that special guest on next week, Thursday. Don't forget later today at 3 o'clock, my bonus content episode, the Bengals and the Steelers previewing that game this Sunday. I will be at that game. James Rapine will join me for his thoughts leading up to the game and into the season. I was hoping to get Chris Carter from Lockdown Steelers on he unfortunately could not come on, which is okay. But you will hear from James Rapine from Lockdown Bengals and so much more. Thank, don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Frankie underscore Natty with two N's and an ATI. You can follow me on Instagram, AlexFrank9 underscore. Or email me at Alex3Frank at gmail.com. And we will be back tomorrow recapping the Bearcats' performance against Kennesaw State. For Lockdown Bearcats, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Lockdown Bearcats YouTube channel up to 516 subscribers and counting. And follow us, too, to get an alert every time we drop a new episode. For Lockdown Bearcats, my name is Alex Frank. Have a great rest of your day. If you're watching the game tomorrow, if you're going to the game tomorrow, wherever you're watching the game, please stay safe, stay healthy, so you can keep making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen every day. Part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. For Lockdown Bearcats, I'm Alex Frank. Have a great rest of your day and weekend, and enjoy the game tomorrow for my recap at 10 o'clock. Have a great day, and I will talk to you all tomorrow night following the game.